0: Welcome to There Is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business since 1994. All right, ladies and gentlemen, where's the beef? If you are a Generation Xer or boomer, in other words, us old farts, then you will remember that silly Wendy's commercial, Where's the Beef? Actually, I guess it's not overly silly if I still remember it to this day, so it probably must be a marketing marvel. But anyway, that's the question of the day because I had a question from a client and listener. Basically, uh, she made a statement but turned it into a question and said that she's been told that you need beef in order to get stronger, in order to get more fit, because it has a special amino acid in it that you can only get from beef. That was what she had been told. It didn't seem like it made sense to her, and so she wanted to ask the horse's mouth, which I guess is me, um, been called way worse, So let's talk about it. Is this true? Well, the answer is no. So I know that that gets spread around the uh, social media corners quite a bit. You know, the people that love beef push beef. And I definitely have seen statements similar to what she was told on social media and by, you know, quote influencers. And uh, they're trying to advocate that beef has this special quality to it that uh, you need as far as your sources of protein goes so that is absolutely not true so let me give you a little science in other words the method to the Mattis and explain what this is all about so protein is definitely needed it is one of the macronutrients that we need there are four macronutrients they are carbohydrates they are protein, they are fat, and they are water. If that sounds repetitive, that's okay. That means you're learning. They are called essential macronutrients because the essential means that your body cannot produce these things on its own. It has to be taken from an outside source. They are called macro because you need them in greater quantities so in in other words when we look at macro versus micro micronutrients or essential essential micronutrients are vitamins and minerals they are still needed they are as important in other words you say oh micro not as important that's not what it means it means in less overall quantities all right so we need protein we need carbs we need fat we need water we need vitamins we need minerals so that is absolutely true then it comes down to what do we need of each well today i'm going to focus on protein and if there's anything magical about beef and the answer I already stated is no and let me explain why when you look at protein protein is made up of what are called amino acids and there are 20 different amino acids that make up protein. Not all protein sources have every amino acid. Now, to complicate matters a little bit more, there is non-essential amino acids. And remember what non-essential means, not necessarily need to be taken in from an outside source because your body can produce them on their own. So there are 11 non-essential amino acids and nine essential amino acids. So we need to focus on those nine. And if you were sitting in front of me, you'd probably go name the nine. Well, be honest with you, I used to have it completely memorized. Now I see it as zero point because I can find them in three seconds, as can you. So there are nine essential amino acids, and those are the amino acids we have to get from our food sources right? So that's one fact about protein and amino acids. The next fact is there's a biological grade given to each protein, meaning how good is it? Like how much does it have the essential nine and what quality? So there is what is called a biological grade. Well, guess what? Beef has the essential amino acids, but it's biological grade actually isn't that good. It's like 70. So that's average, right? I mean, that's literally just like you think it is. It's a percentage. For example, the highest biological grade you can get of a protein. And when I talk about all this, I don't want you to think that like I'm pro what I'm about to say, or that I'm con what I've already said that that's not it. The method to the madness explains where these kind of myths come from and then what you need to know about it but the highest biological grade of any protein is an egg white plain and simple it's got a grade of 99 meaning it's as good of a protein source as you can find and then after that we get into dairy sources right below it and then chicken and then fish and then way down the line is beef so beef isn't even a very high biological grade So where that came from, I mean, we can all use our best guesses, right? And say that, you know, somebody in the beef industry has been pushing that along and then they got it to their big buff fitness influencers who started pushing it. That could be one area where it came from, or it could just come from people that really like to eat beef. And then they found what they wanted to hear because we all have an informational bias. We all tend to believe what we already believe and then we follow people we already follow. I mean just look at politics. Everybody does that if they have a inkling towards that kind of thing. So that's probably also where it came from. And here is the reality of all of this. If you like beef, well eat beef. I mean, does it have protein? Yes. Does it have essential amino acids? Yes. Is it the best? No. So I'm not saying don't eat it personally. I don't eat it, but I'm not saying don't eat it. I'm just saying that there is absolutely nothing special about it. If you heard me say that egg whites have the number one bio- biological grade and you happen to be vegan and you're like, I don't want to eat eggs, don't eat eggs. We can get the protein from plant sources. So so first off, there is 100% biological grade. In other words, I shouldn't say 100% biological grade. That's going to go too close to the egg white. You can get all of your essential amino acids, which we call complete proteins, from plants all by themselves. There's not very many sources that do that. As a matter of fact, this is a lot easier than memorizing the nine essential amino acids and the 11 non-essential amino acids. So I can tell them to you right now. It's quinoa, and soy. Those are complete proteins where you don't have to eat any other plant item with it to make a complete protein. So that's one way to do it. If you're vegan and you want your complete proteins, you can eat soy and you can eat quinoa. Now, yeah, you would have to eat more because they're not super high, especially quinoa. But you can get all of your complete proteins from those two sources. That's one way if you're a vegan. Another way is to combine. So those foods can be eaten without combining any other plants to get what you want. Other plant sources can be combined to get you all the nine essential amino acids. One example is the classic black beans and rice. So rice has roughly half of the essential amino acids to make a complete protein beans have the other half put them together you have a complete protein all right so combining foods another one is luckily enough for me whole wheat bread and peanut butter put those two together you have all nine essential amino acids to make a complete protein so it can be done either Way do we want complete proteins? Yes, we do. If we don't eat complete proteins, which we can be fooled by the food industry quite often because they're going to list protein on certain sources. For example, if you look at your loaf of bread, it's going to say so many grams of protein. If you look at your jar of peanut butter, it's going to say so many grams of protein. I think it's eight in the peanut butter something like that. And that sounds like, oh, that's a pretty good amount. But that is a little deceiving because that isn't a complete protein. So your body isn't going to use it as protein. All right. Doesn't mean it's bad. No, it just means that if we want to get the full benefit of protein, we do need to learn how to combine certain plant sources to get that complete protein or we need to eat them, as I said, quinoa and soy. Now, let me get the soy. A lot of people... Again, more internet BS that goes around. People have heard, oh, it, you know, it is not good for men. It lowers testosterone levels. It's not good for women. It affects their estrogen levels. And any study that I have seen, and I have seen many because this is an interest to me because I am plant-based eater for the most part. So I do eat soy. I eat tofu. So it's, interest, it's of interest to me. I have studied it there has been no studies to confirm that that's true so soy isn't going to affect your hormones like is basically uh, fear tactics along the internet you have to be careful with all that stuff look if you don't like it and a lot of people don't like tofu don't eat it but just don't believe the bs that it's like this toxic ingredient i mean you have to you have to be very cognizant of the fact that there are food wars out there, all right? Just like politics, right? I mean, y- you can go on the internet and you're going to have one side say one thing on the exact same thing that happened, and then you're going to have another side say something polar opposite of that on the exact same thing that happened. That's political wars, right? They're ugly, they're stupid in my opinion, and you know, if you feed into it, I feel sorry for you, but... There's the same thing with food. There's vegan companies trying to get you to never eat meat if if their monetary interest is in the fact that they're producing plant-based foods. And again, I'm a plant-based eater. I mean, so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that anybody that's in the business to make money is going to slant any research they direct towards you. And then, of course, big food corporations are doing the same thing with proteins, trying to scare you into not eating plants you know one way they say it is oh you know well there's more gmos you know in the plant life and all that and it's like "Mm mm-hmm and there's been gmos forever and that's really not the problem that you might have heard that it is i'm not saying don't eat the best food source that you can find because of course i believe that but just don't believe all the hype and hysteria that you see go to real sources as did my client to ask me about this protein thing all right so to sum it all up you like beef eat beef but don't scare people in the eating beef with you if you like it eat it but don't tell other people well this is the only way you're going to gain muscles and have energy and all this well that's not true or this is the only way you're going to get certain vitamins essential uh, b12 for example it's like well that's not true either you can take a centrum and you just got your b12 so you know, If you like it, eat it, but don't scare people with disinformation. Well, why am I telling people that? They're going to do it anyway. If they're the type of person that's going to do it, they're going to do it anyway. So let me rephrase that. For you that listen and want to educate yourself and want to get more healthy and want to get more well, just don't believe it. Consider the source. Ask appropriate questions to appropriate people and you'll get your answers. And most of the time, most of the stuff that you hear out there is flat out not true, all right? It comes down to just a lot of personal preference with people, your own desire to eat a certain way that absolutely works with you, that works within your own moral compass, and whatever is going to work if you educate yourself and simply do it the right way, all right? I personally think that was a great question, and I hope... That I helped answer it with some science. So now let me thank Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 280 five-star reviews on Zillow, and Jonathan has a master's degree in real estate, or a degree in real estate, and Lynn has an MBA. They're highly educated, which I believe is very important when you go into any industry. Also let me thank Jeff and Zach Hawk of Daytona Beach Overhead Door. They are your local owners and Overhead Door already makes the best garages and they give you the best customer service. They can be reached at OverheadDoorDaytona.com and Jonathan and Lynn can be reached at TheGildingGroup.com. Contact me if you want to reach out to these folks. I've had some people do that, you know, from the podcast. They'll say, hey, can you send me this number of so-and-so? And I think that's great because I want to help them because I believe in them. All right. See you next time.